Why are you alive? To safeguard the continuity of this great society. To serve Libya. It's circular. You exist to continue your existence. What's the point? What's the point of your existence? To feel. Because you've never done it, you can never know it. But it's as vital as breath. And without it, without love, without anger, without sorrow, breath is just a clock. The gun cactus. Through analysis of thousands of recorded gunfights, the cleric has determined that the geometric distribution of antagonists in any gun battle is a statistically predictable element. This man is guilty of consorting with sense offenders, of having relations with a female. Take him to the Hall of Destruction for summary judgment and Wait, I can explain this. I'm sorry. I'm not feeling. He is the one who's feeling. This is a mistake. Welcome to the Hidden Gems <clears throat> Podcast. In today's show, we are doing Equilibrium, which was, uh, I believe it came out in 2002? 2002, Ed. Mm -hmm. Yep. And uh, this one did not do well at the box office, at, at least, uh, you know, nationwide across the states. It made almost nothing. Yeah, I have $5.3 million on a $20 million budget. So this was a big loss for the studios here. Well, um, in America. So apparently this movie went out, released internationally. And I think what I read on there was that it kind of made the money. They started making a profit. And I think they were trying to cut their losses by if they were to promote it in America, advertising movie theaters that they were expecting it to, to not do as well. Oh, okay. So that's the reason why it made so, so little in America, but they actually did make money uh, globally. Let's put it that way. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll go with that. But anyways, this was an interesting pick here. Um, actually, you got this as a recommend, didn't you, Ed? This is a recommend from uh, uh, Febian. I know him from Instagram. His Instagram name is iHeartKnicks oh. because Knicks are the best basketball team in the universe. <laughs> and you can take that to the bank. Anyways, so this was, the, <laughs> yeah, this was an interesting pick. Um, this reminded me kind of a, of a cross of like um, a V for Vendetta slash Matrix movie. Yeah. Had, this had elements of both of those for me. I got know? the same exact vibe. Watching a movie like this, Matrix, Dark City, they all had that black outfit version yeah. with the background was very monotone yeah. looking. They both had those kind of elements in there. You know, it's funny how people think about the future or a dystopian future of really... Yeah, they're all in black. They're all, yeah, this really gray palette, let's put it that way. Right, yeah. You know? But I like the concept of this movie. The, the, the whole concept of it is, you know, you aren't allowed to feel anymore because that leads to violence and war. So, you know, they're this dystopian universe are forced to take this drug you know that suppresses feelings i like the concept how you know christian bale the lead was you know trying to he was enforcing this rule and then by the end he he realizes he's in the wrong you know and right he, he actually feels all the other people are right that you, you want to you know feel and make that's what makes us human i guess you know and that was kind of taken away but anyways I felt the black too when you were talking about the black in this. Did you get the sense that they used that, the black palette? Because you notice all the, whatever they called clerics, they didn't have, mm -hmm. they all wore black and they, they didn't have feelings. 
but like the citizens and the uh, the uh, rebels, the rebels yeah. all had like flannel shirts. And sure, colors. they had they had color they had, like, right. expressions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even uh, Christian Bell's character wearing black in the beginning, in the end, he actually wears white. Right. right. Yeah. Right. So the even the car, the, the car was black exterior. The whole inside of the car was pure white. I've never seen anything like that. So I guess it's kind of like you know with with Christian Bale and their group. It is black and white. There is there is this is right. This is wrong. And there's nothing yeah. in between. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because especially at the beginning there, where he. Uh, He's forced to kill his own partner or something, right? Because right. He's, he's reading a book. He's reading a book and yeah. feeling. And then there's a scene later on in the movie even where he looks at a picture of the guy he killed his partner. And I think in the picture, right, his partner's wearing like a flannel shirt and smiling. Right. right in the picture because he was he was doing this kind of stuff all along. You know, right, yeah. Because he, he, he thought, hey, that's, you know, this is worth it, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, no. So I kind of, I liked the theme the futuristic stuff of it and like I said it was a good blend between The Matrix and and V for Vendetta like have you can you think of any other movies that this is similar to besides those um those are probably come the closest you know like The Matrix it has these really cool fight scenes in this movie they they have this thing called the gun kata yeah that's what reminded me of The Matrix yeah that that was so Matrixy to me with just the the gun shooting where he's standing in one spot with all these angles sure like he's like the master of the fight he even said if you learn the gun kata your your shooting and fighting level will increase to 150% like guaranteed or something like that did you get that though about that because they're his he's standing in the same spot so why could he not get hit by other people's guns I didn't get that part of it. Did you understand that? Uh, no. Yeah, I didn't, t- I didn't either. Yeah. Well, there's a superhero element to it, I guess. But I guess he's he's that efficient, you know, killing one person to the next. There's a flow to it. Yeah. Even towards the end of the movie, there was a very big flow. It wasn't just random shooting. It was very precise. It's like uh, the sci-fi of John Wick. You know, John Wick is yeah. very... Yeah. yeah. He has that little... Gung Fu, Gun Fu also, and this is... Uh, yeah, that kind of reminds... Yeah, that's a good call. That, yeah. That's very similar to that. Um, yeah, good call on that one, Ed. Yeah. Um, so it had some fun scenes, you know, on this movie, Christian Bale, it's really just about him and uh, and his performance, and I, I, I did a little research on it too. Apparently, this is the film that made Christopher Nolan... You know, look at him and say, "Hey, maybe this guy can play Bruce Wayne Batman." You I know? could see that from here. I yeah. could see that because he had the physical, you know, stature. You know, and this was a kind of a physical movie because you said they did all their own stunts, right? They did their movie. own stunts. It was all practical effects, you know. And he did have that a little dual role like Batman Bruce Wayne, where he's actually, you know, kind of both sides, you know. Right. Yeah. Right. How he starts as one and then goes to the other. And I loved his progression of this movie and that how. You know, it starts with him just dropping the vial and it breaks and then he, he doesn't take it, you know. Right. And then so he starts feeling and he kind of likes the feeling of it, so he, he skips it on purpose. Yes, yeah. You know, and I like how how it filmed just like simple things like triggered emotions in people. Like there's a scene where even in his apartment, he has the windows blacked out and then it's raining, so he wants to peel away the window yeah covering to see the rain and sun type yeah of thing, you know? it was neat because at that scene it's like the the sun's hitting him and it's almost like he's basking in that warmth that warmth which to me he had that coldness to him too yeah even that temperature 
like was kind of like feeding through him which he was kind of blocking that out you know it's right very very dry and and he's feeling something now you know yeah very the, subtle no that was cool that was cool and the whole yeah the, the, like i said the progression of that then him going in when he was raiding people's places you know and they find like a music box or whatever radio he was starting to play all this stuff on his own you know so he he was becoming kind of like his partner at the beginning in a way sure. kind of yeah except yeah. he realized that he was probably right you yeah know? he yeah. was becoming more human and, and realizing hey this is an important thing in life right too, yeah and then you know getting back to the setting of the movie I, it reminded me of even V for Vendetta 2 of how you know this whole land is now ruled by this faceless character you see him on a video only right kind of like v for vendetta you saw the old guy on the screen all the time listen they had this guy the father right he he overruled everyone but you never knew who he was so right? who who you know how like there is that little boy who seemed like he was in command of everything the little boy uh he's the one that's actually telling him it's like oh so uh looks like you dropped your vial you know make sure you go and get some more and that was his kid Oh, that was his kid. Yeah. Oh, I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, that right. was his son. Yeah, I see. That's who that was. Huh. And then I think he was taking the vials too. But then something like uh, he discovers later that his boy stopped taking too. He's like, "When did you stop taking them all since since mom died?" Right. Or something like that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyways, I I like the whole faceless guy too. That you see this guy on the video, but you you never know who he is. You know, they're just kind of following commands of this guy that they don't know who he is yeah. at all. You know. Um, and then I guess the whole thing is to try to uncover who this guy is and assassinate him, right? Mm -hmm. They want to assassinate him because he's behind the production of this drug. Um, I didn't see the twist at the end coming. That uh, the leader of the clerics was really the bad guy. Did you see that coming? No, I didn't. The guy on the TV, they said he was long yeah. dead or something right Right, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, a little twist in there. A little twist. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, the whole the whole story was good. The buildup was good. The action was good. Um, I like the Gunkata play and stuff like that, but it wasn't as action-packed as I thought it would be. Yeah, um, you know, especially how the movie starts off, I, I expected maybe a little more action. Yeah, because it. it starts off with a raid, right? Right. Yeah, it starts beginning. off with him actually doing his thing, and it's pretty amazing. Yeah, you're. All, uh, yeah. yeah, I thought it was going to be total Matrixy then, but it did. It did have like, uh, it did have a story to it, basically. You know, they yeah. tried to put the, some substance into it. Um, what else do you want to put in on that one? Well, that's I think that's basically the movie itself. You know, it was very straightforward. And, and uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, it was really hard to ignore watching the movie of just how, again, the black and white, these themes of good and bad, it was just very clear cut. And just watching, like you said, Christian Bale kind of evolve as the movie went along. You know? Right, yeah. No, he totally evolved uh, into... You know what he was fighting against really at the beginning but i think the big thing was that he was in the wrong really he, he right. kind of realized hey i'm wrong these guys are right you know type of a thing you know yeah but you know i was trying to think about this it, right that he does realize that what he was doing was wrong but in the very beginning of the movie they do kind of justify why they did what they did they said world war three came they didn't want this to happen again. So they want, you know. I mean, there was a right, but then even his partner at the beginning, they kills. He says something like, "You know, I, I see that this could happen from this, but but this is worth it." Type of oh, thing, right? right. He, he said something along. I don't remember right. the exact thing he said, but yeah. something along those lines. Right, right, right. yeah. And then they, they, I guess good intention, but this is not the way to go about it. I guess. Yeah, or even if you know, 
you could die from it or war could happen from it, it's worth feeling human, you right. know, instead of just being like, or they were almost like machines, right? right? I mean, they had no no emotions, right? They were just like, almost like robots. When did you, you know? think Christian Bale's character really turned the corner? Oh, good question. Uh, I think, well, I think it started like after he broke the vial, you know, and he he got a new one and was going to inject it, and then he just did not on purpose. You I, know, he yeah. just did. He just didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably the start. I got the feeling that he really made the strong turn, where he was kind of interrogating that woman. And they kind of fight, and he kind of like lands on top of her, and he's feeling like, well, well feelings for her. It's, it seemed like that. You know? Or how about the dog scene too? The dog scene, right? That yeah. was pretty, yeah. was pretty powerful there. The sure, dog yeah, scene almost like, hey, no, no, we we need to test his dog out. Right, know? but it, that was just his cop out. Really, he didn't, you know. Right. He had feelings for the dog. Eh? He didn't want to just execute the dog. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can't but, kill a dog. That was a cute dog. Yeah, I mean that 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 was another. Yeah, but you're probably right though. But yeah, there was like I said, just really Christian Bale's like transformation in this was. I think the movie focused on that too. Not only do I think that was kind of what the movie was about, but it almost made you know that's what it was about because right. there were so many things that throughout the movie it kept on showing him, you know, have feelings. You know, so right. many scenes, these little subtle know. things. Yeah, yeah. So that was really you know the big part of it. Um, yeah, I mean, really, that's, that's, I don't have any more input on that, you know, yeah. but the act, okay, acting, where do we go from there, acting, Christian Bale, what, how do you think he did as the lead guy in here? Uh, for, for the role that he's playing, it was, it was fine, you know, playing that blank, monotone kind of character, and slowly melting his emotions towards the end, I, I think he did a good job. And it's that. funny too, because at the beginning, you know, it shows him as this guy, who you know he has no feelings because he, he just plays it straight face. Yeah. And even before he finds that out about his partner at the beginning, I felt like when the camera was showing his partner, you felt like he wasn't as like stone-faced. You know, so they clearly showed the difference between Christian right. Bale and someone who is not all on board. Like, they yeah. have feelings. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you could tell he did yeah. even before. I oh, sure. Yeah. You know, him. it's funny you say that. You got, you got uh, Sean Bean, right? That's the actor. Yeah, that's that, who was that part. Even when you look at them standing with each other, uh, in the very beginning, Christian Bale has, even his hair seemed darker to me. Yeah, right? yeah. And he had that slick back look. And Sean Bean's character... To me, it looked like he had some color to him. Blonde hair, right? Right. He had some color to him. And uh, and then Ty Diggs, eventually, you know, he's an African-American. I mean, that's your, there's your black, there's your white. Very yeah. strong differences. But, uh, yeah, I think you're right. In the beginning of the movie, Sean B's character wasn't so... You can tell he wasn't taking his drugs. He wasn't the same as Christian. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't the same guy. But... Um, so yeah, Christian Bale I liked in here. I, I I liked Sean Bean for the you know fifteen minutes he was in. Even Tay Diggs like uh, I, I don't see movies with him, but I thought he was good. I thought it was fine. As Absolutely, the bad guy. He, sure. he was good. Sure. He's the guy kind of uh, the understudy who wants to. He wants over, to be like him. Yeah, he wants to be like Christian Bale, and when he finds out he's not like him, he just wants to overtake him and like you know be the ultimate. Right. Enforcer, I guess, worker, whatever, right? He's yeah. he's the company guy, basically. Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I liked uh, him. Uh, I liked all three of those guys. I thought the acting was good. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, 
rewatchability though. What do you give it on that? Oh, this man. Th okay, well, this got like a what do you get? Like a thirty-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I I don't. It's not that low for me. I don't think it's that low. No. Though I don't rate it that high either. And I'm only saying this because this movie's a 2002 or 2017. Yeah. I think I'm looking at more as how does this movie hold today, especially compared to, well, Matrix, like we've mentioned before. A lot of these action flicks, this um, dystopian future, um, to look at it and watch it now, I'd, I'd probably go, I don't know, 68, 72%. Yeah, I give it in the 60s also. Yeah. 60s, it, it's right on the border of, you know, it's it was, it's good. Um, I don't know if it's the type of movie I'd rewatch over and over because there's there's some other ones that do it a little better. Right? Yeah, and I do think it's a very straightforward movie. There, I mean, yeah, there's some really cool fight scenes for sure. The very ending was really neat. Yeah, you know, with the swords and the gunplay and things like that. That's that's, that's a cool scene to rewatch. But to, uh, you know, I don't know if it's something I sit down like, all right, it's equilibrium time. You know? Yeah, no, you know, because I think this is only. You know, I probably first watched this movie 10 years ago, and when, you know, you said, oh, this guy was saying Equilibrium, I was like, oh, I've seen that, I'll put it in again. That was, this was only my second time watching it, probably in 10 years. You wow, know? yeah. Like, I just, it's not the type of movie I'm going to go through and, like, necessarily put in all the time, but if you've never seen it, I guess, you know, it's entertaining. Yeah, definitely. And it has the good story, like I said, but it's just, I don't know if you'd rewatch it a lot. Exactly. I mean, I got, like I said, I got the recommend from Fabian. And I talked to Ryan about it, and and just recently was my first time watching it, and I thoroughly enjoyed it for the first time. Yeah, I mean, you I, could I liked like it, it a lot. Sure. Yeah, I mean, we ruined the movie if you haven't seen it already. But, <laughs> but it, it, you know, if you don't mind, you know, hearing this and then watching the movie, it's definitely worth a watch. Uh, Sean Bean's funny. When I saw his name, I was actually sitting there, sitting there wondering, okay, when's this guy gonna die? Because this guy never makes it through anything. Does he always die in everything? He does. Lord of the Rings. He died. Yeah, James, I, he was in a James Bond movie. I think he died within ten minutes too. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. He, he was a goner. Yeah, he's never the main lead guy. But he's he's always the co. -star. He's got that look. Yeah. Uh, he he plays like a good. I think he plays a good like a good. Uh, Anti-hero kind of guy. Yeah. But when he dies, it's like ah. Eh. Alright. <laughs> I don't lose any sleep after over him. You know. Sean Bean. Sean Bean. Um yeah. let's see. So yeah, no, that's it. That that's that's all I got on that too. I give the rewatchability like a yeah, six. Six, yeah, yeah. Somewhere in there. Six, seven percent or oh, sixty seven percent, something like that. Yeah. You watch eh, it's good. I like it. It's fun. If you haven't watched before, recommend. Uh yeah, I've seen it what, three two and a half times already. Yeah. And uh you know, and, this. and for this genre, this dystopian movie, I mean, like, the director, he captured the feel of it really well. You know, like I said, the the evil government with the, the faceless ruler just on the screen and everybody obeys, like, zombies, you know, against the rebels. You know, like, there's been movies like that before, and I think this movie, it captured that whole feeling well, mm -hmm. but... Like I said, there's just maybe some other ones that did it better. That's all. That's you know. In some well, yeah. I mean, the studios. Well, there's a reason why they didn't really publish it so much here in the states. I guess. I mean, maybe they've seen, you know, other kind of movies and didn't think it was going to. I mean, let's face it. Christian Bale in 2002 is the to, Christian Bale as he is today. All right. You know, I'd have to look and see his. I didn't do that ahead of time. I'd have to look up his credits, but I don't even know what he was in before this. Do you? 
No, no. I mean, like my my first, well, exposure where I liked him was Batman, of course. And he, man, that movie, that series was fantastic. Yeah, the the whole Batman series. When did the uh, the the other Christopher Nolan with the magicians? I always forget the name. Prestige. Now. Yeah, Prestige. Did that come out before or after this? That I don't know. I don't either. I I would gather it's. You know what? It's probably later. Because Hugh Jackman's in that movie with him too, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And... Yeah, it might be later. Uh huh. Um, yes. Okay. So, I just looked it up. Christian Bale. Yeah, he wasn't in his big claim to fame before this was American Psycho. That's the only one I'm really recognizing. American Psycho and Reign of Fire, which I didn't care for at all about dragons. Right. With my. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, so he really wasn't that household name just yet. No, he was know? not. Yeah, no, he was not. Definitely not. So, yeah, but anyways, if you're a Christian Bale fan and you like these futuristic sci-fi dystopian movies, Equilibrium, yeah, would be a recommend. Yeah, or if you like those, like, John Wick kind of gunfight scenes, this one does very well with that, too. Yeah, okay, there's the other comparison, yeah. So we, we said Matrix, we said V for Vendetta, and I, I definitely see John Wick in there, too. Yeah. It's kind of a blend yeah. of all those. a little mix of everything. So, okay. All right. All right. All right. Uh, good recommend. Good job, buddy. <laughs> good, good recommend from the, the fan. <laughs> oh, yeah, if you have any other recommends, let us know, and uh, we'll work on that one, too. Okay. All right, we're done. There's no place like home. Bob, James, I'm gonna make him an offer, Captain. I'll be back. You'll be crazy, mother. Shut it off to my friend! You can't handle the truth! Go ahead. Make my day. Good morning, Vietnam! Rose? When we're going, we don't need Rose. We have a problem. This is Sparta! I am serious. Now don't call me sure. I am your father. Snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? Welcome to the Hidden Gems bonus content. If you made it this far, then you found out there's actually more stuff in here. Uh, we, I think we just wanted to share some of our bloopers that we do. Uh, Ryan and I have been doing this show for about a year and a half now. And uh, till this day, we still mess up on the recordings every single time. So I think we just wanted to share uh, the troubles that we go through making the show. So uh, without further ado, here's a couple bloopers. Why? To safeguard the continuity of this great society. Hello? Hello? Hello. Good. Better? Better. Better. You sure it's in your ear, though? I don't hear it in my ear. You don't? Am I supposed to? How about now? Hello? Do you hear it well in here? I don't, actually. (laughs) Dude. (laughs) No, actually, I don't. There. How's that? Uh, That's better. Yeah. Okay. No, I don't actually. 
Welcome to the Hidden Gems Podcast. And today's movie is actually a fan request. We're going to do Equilibrium. Ryan, what did you think of the movie? <laughs> so that pretty much sums it up. Uh, this happens every single episode. <laughs> anyway, thanks a lot for uh, following the show and hope you keep listening in.